welcome to another episode of A Story Worth Telling. I know that we've already released an episode this week, but it just didn't feel right to not address what may be one of the greatest stories ever told this week. And so I wanted to take call it a bonus episode and spend a little time talking about Friday, uh, why it's called good as opposed to any other Friday, and why it is so special to us. And so if you'll bear with me, I just wanted to read the story from my Bible and then maybe spend just a couple of minutes talking about some of the things that I've noticed and some of the things that jump out to me. And I'm going to start in the book of John in chapter 13. It says, now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put it in the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. And then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I'm doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. And I love this story Essentially, Jesus is having what we've come to call the Last Supper with his disciples. He knows what's coming next, and he wants to spend his last hours with his friends, really his closest friends on this earth, and just spend the last few moments that he has before he enters what he knows is coming, what's going to be the most grueling test that he's ever been through, just hanging out being with the people that he loves. And to kind of put a capital I on it and really show them in this super poignant way, he gets up from dinner and he begins to wash their feet. Now, this is a time in history before really great footwear. Uh, It's a time before paved roads. And so these guys, their their feet would have been pretty gnarly by the time that they had sat down. And most of the tables, they don't have tables like you and I sat down at. And so they would be on their knees and there'd be something uh, similar to what the a Japanese style table and it's real low crouching level. And so your feet were all up in everybody's business. And if they stunk, if they had the filth of the road on them, it was going to be really noticeable. And so most elaborate dinners had a servant and this was the lowest of the low the guy who had just started there the intern and it was his job to wash all of the guests feet and Jesus the teacher the guest of honor decides that he's going to take on the job of the lowest and he's going to wash his disciples feet and one of the most incredible parts of the Bible, I think, is sometimes not what it says, but what it doesn't say. And it says that Jesus knew that Judas, one of his closest friends, had already sold him out. The Bible says for 30 pieces of silver, the price that you would sell a slave for. 
And it says that he already knew what was in Judas's heart. And it's one of the most incredible parts of this story. Let me finish it out. After saying these things, Jesus was troubled in his spirit and said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he spoke. One of his disciples, whom Jesus loved, was reclining at the table at Jesus' side. So Simon Peter motioned to the table and asked of whom he was speaking. That disciple, leaning back against Jesus, said, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is he who I will give this morsel of bread to when I have dipped it. And when he had dipped the morsel, he gave it to Judas. Then after he had taken the morsel, Jesus said to him, What you're going to do, do quickly. No one at the table knew why he said this to him. But Jesus knew. No one else knew what Judas had already resolved in his heart to do. Nobody else knew what the next hours would have in store for all of them. No one knew that by the end of the day, their teacher, one of their closest friends, would be crucified in a brutal criminal's death. And so it's really interesting when we we say Good Friday, because there just doesn't seem to be a lot good by what we would call a standard. I think about a movie that I go to, and when I say, man, that was a really good movie, it generally isn't because the protagonist, the main hero of the story, got axed for something that he didn't even do. And so, why do we call it Good Friday? And like I said, I think some of the most powerful parts of the Bible are are what it doesn't specifically say, what you have to really dig to read between the lines. Because when I read this story, I know that Jesus knew, and yet Judas ate too. Jesus knew everything that Judas was going to do, and he served him dinner. Jesus knew everything that Judas was going to do, and he washed his feet. Jesus knew, and he prayed for his friend. It's easy to look at Judas and blame him. But when I really think about it, I'm Judas. Because there have been times when I sold Jesus out for a lot less than 30 pieces of silver. And the price that I was paid was so much less. When I think about it, who am I to blame Judas? Because I've done the same thing. And yet the incredible thing about it, the incredible thing about this Friday is that Jesus knew. Jesus knew everything that I would do, that I will do, that I don't even know yet. He knew all of it. And he chose to go through with it. The Bible makes it really clear that Jesus was not caught unaware, that he was not trapped, that he was not ambushed but that he willingly walked into a trap knowing full well what was going to happen willingly. That he was arrested, that he was given a false trial, that he was 
paraded around a city and mocked that he was whipped with some of the most brutal instruments by some of the most trained, heinous professionals of the day. Men skilled at torturing someone with an inch of their life. That he was punched in the face, that his beard was plucked out, that his head was fitted with a crown of thorns that was smashed into his skull. That he was made to carry his own cross throughout the streets up to a hill called Golgotha. And that there, there were nails placed in his wrists and in his feet. And he chose to go through all of that and give up his own life because he knew. And that's why we call Friday good. Because none of us, knowing all of that, would have done the same thing. And yet he did. And I'm so glad he did. It's a good Friday. Because where there was no way, there's now a way. And it doesn't require our death for the sins that we've committed. It doesn't require a punishment that we are unable to pay out. It's already been paid for us by someone who knew all of it and chose to go through all of it because of his love for us. And that is a story worth